Welcome to the Business That Matters Spotlight. I'm Warren Coughlin, founder of this podcast and business coach to ethical entrepreneurs who want to build a business that matters. In short, I help you end chaos and gain control over your business so that you predictably and reliably achieve the profits, the lifestyle, and the impact you strive for through a team you can trust without the stress and frustration. When you experience this, you're more confidently able to make the world or just your corner of it a bit of a better place. At The Spotlight, we believe that every entrepreneur has a unique message that can positively impact the world and inspire others to do the same. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started. Welcome to the Business of Matters Spotlight. My name is Warren Coughlin, and I'm your host. I've been looking forward to this conversation today, and it's going to be different. Uh, our guest is going to be walking around maybe with his son is in, a, in his arms, so it's going to be kind of cool. Uh, you see, there's lots of ways to go about making the world a better place as an entrepreneur. As you've heard from previous interviews, some of our guests inject, a, inject sort of a unique set of values within a traditional business. Sometimes people go into a profession that has some inherent social benefit. Other times people kind of back into it by accident. It's a business they were interested in. And along the way, they found ways of making things better. And then sometimes someone basically says, screw this. There's a social problem. I have ideas and resources to make a difference. And that's what I'm going to do. Sometimes it's on a grand scale internationally. And sometimes it's very localized, but makes a huge impact. And today's guest is one of those entrepreneurs. David Sandu saw that his hometown of Prince Rupert, a small port city in British Columbia, was struggling. And he became very passionate about easing the strain on the city and helping it recover. On his own, he started I think, purchasing commercial real estate to build new businesses and create jobs. Now he's gone further, creating something called Tilt Ventures, which he'll tell us more about, an investment company of which he's the CEO which helps others navigate the world of high-ticket investment in commercial real estate, maybe some other things as well. So, David, welcome, and thanks for joining us in the Spotlight. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, and it's an honor to be on, uh, on the show. And I love, I love how you've targeted an issue, and then rather than just, as most people do, sort of complain about it or expect <laughs> or ask somebody else to fix it, you just decided to tackle it yourself. So I did. Yeah, absolutely. So um, now, a little about me is uh, I, I started investing in my home city 11 years ago, maybe 12 years ago now, when I bought my first uh, rental property. And back then, uh, I bought it at like a, in low hundreds. And then that property now is on sale for $4.99. And uh, nice. I, I sold it. Yeah, but I sold it earlier this year in January. I was going to sell everything and I was going to move. I was going to, I was like, you know what? We're going to where my kids will be able to go to a bowling alley. They'll be able to have the resources and, uh, you know, be open to much more of the, the world and see what else is out there. And so I started selling almost like everything I had in January. Um, I went down South uh, to Vancouver. I stayed there for three months with my wife, my kids. We, we kind of, lived the downtown area on a high rise for a month. And then um, we, we moved to like a, li a little local area there, which was on the seafront. And we're yep. like, okay, well, this is kind of nice. And so we're like, okay, we could, you know, come here and uh, start, start fresh basically where, you know, everything is, is there, but then something switched and uh, I started buying more, more real estate. And then uh, uh, basically what happened now is I've opened Tilt Ventures, which is a venturing company, which I want to, you know, partner up with like-minded individuals who, who know and understand it, how investing works and how appreciation and, and 
economical sustainability will, you know, help the community out in Prince Rupert because all our all our men and women are are being taken from these bigger corporations and being paid like 150 grand a year. And they get their big trucks, they get their ATVs, they get a house, and they're very happy, they're comfortable. No one's investing back into the town. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go pretty thin, try to try to get everything I can because of because of the appreciation in my assets. And I'm gonna try to bring commerce to town. I'm gonna bring walk-in clinics, but I want to team up with with people who who know and who want to change their lives as well because you know later on the appreciation comes now just before we get into the into the business side of tilt yeah this this demonstrates a pretty you know some admirable personal qualities like personal responsibility bias absolutely willingness to put yourself out there so i'd like your listeners to learn a bit more about you how how did you come to develop those qualities like what's your background how did you get your start (laughs) Okay, so at a young age, I, I was really, really tied to to the monetary value of what currency gives you, what, what it can provide you with. But we weren't open to, we didn't have that much capital. My mom was single mother. We didn't, we grew up like, you know, lower middle class. But I always wanted to, I always, you know, thought there would, there's a greater good out there. So basically I started gambling at a young, young age since I was in grade seven, I started playing poker. I've already went to the world series of poker. I've, tra- I've traveled to the LAPC world series of poker for two months. And like, we've done all that. And, and uh, we, we've been just gambling and taking risks at a very young age. And now it's nothing new to me to take a risk. Um, I I've gone many times all in cash on some properties and left myself like, you know, not even enough money to go pay my mortgage, but I know I got to go get it. So we've been, we've been playing cards, you know, it'd be, that'd be the fourth job in the day. In the morning we'd, we'd go and fish locally on a, on a boat. We'd go home, we'd clean up. We'd go to, we as in myself, but I I would, I would go and uh, unload trucks at the local stores. And then after that, we, my mom had a, 20% 20% in a business and I'd work there for free for her because deliveries pay tips. So I'd work there until like 12, one o'clock. And then at late night, I go to these different various poker games and I try to just make more money that way. And so I just grew up just trying to go and, and you know, I've gone in so many times I've lost, I've lost so many times, but those are the perspectives and examples that I can share with you, with people. And, and they, they can understand, you know, don't, don't do it this way, do it this way, because we already went the other route. We've done things, you know, outside the box. And uh, in the long term, it's it's paid off. Um, but sometimes when I look back, there's been some really bad times where it's like, you know, what do I do now? And then, right. so then, yeah. Just, so let, that, let me ask kind of the nature. There was a, I was listening to a, a different podcast a while back. It was really interesting. And it was a poker player who's a psychologist as well. And she had, she had some really interesting perspectives. I'd like to almost poke at that a little bit with you because what she was articulating, and, I, and I've actually used this in some of my own presentation work, that you know a rookie can beat a pro in a given hand, but a pro will always beat a rookie in the game. And so when you, you know, you absolutely in terms of gambling, but it's not really gambling in the traditional sense, right? It's a, and there's a reason I'm asking this because it ties to entrepreneurship that what you're doing is you're using skill to make decisions in it an area of uncertainty, right? Like there's absolutely. 
like a sort of probabilistic thinking. And a lot of terms, how does that influence your thinking as an entrepreneur? That view of like there's probabilities, but there's still skill you can apply to the probabilities. Absolutely. So I take in my edge of I go out and I find people with information or or knowledge, then they're the best at what they do. And you know, whether it be getting a lawyer or an accountant or uh use other people's like what they're best at as one of your hands and and you'll have many hands but you have but it's made of a a team of what what they're best at Mm -hmm. so so basically you know you don't have to be good at anything you just have to know the people that are best at what they do and use that as a strength and and find out you know that that's how there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes like there's tons of i i we we bet pretty big in uh, on on in sports like like sometimes twenty to fifty grand on games and and it's the it's the risk that we're willing to take because we feel that I we have the edge and if you know that's the word the uncertainty the probability is there we we know but if we're on the right side of it you know seven times out of ten we'll take it so tell tell me about your connection to Prince Rupert why so why so passionate about that. I'm I'm born and raised in Prince Rupert, and we we came from not much. And if it if if a you know a kid like me could can make it in my own city, I, I want to show people. I want to teach people. I don't want I don't take clients, but I'd love to teach them just how to invest because you know it's it kills me to see everybody doing what I did for you know 16 years, the the hard work, the hard work, the hard work, and then just knowing you know, the stock market or, or real estate investing or commerce investing, how, how it brings exponential growth. And so if I can teach an army of investors, we can, we can easily change this town very easily, you know, and that's, and, and <laughs> we can do it it's so easy. And that's what um, Tilt Ventures is going to, you know, try to do. I bought myself a, a new building. It's going to be my office. It's going to be just like a like a man cave but for the for the children and myself and where there's an yeah so that this is the the way i make make money is through housing and and through it, it's called, it is gambling but i mean it's uh well listen, it's, well but let's let's poke at that a little bit i mean investing and gambling aren't the same thing right like gambling in a pure sense is where you know you just tossing the money away investing absolutely is, you've got i imagine you've got criteria around where you put your money like you're not just going to throw it in any building or any no no or any no no it's got to be there's got to be like strategic location it's got to it's got to have all the amenities that i need um you know our town's really small like we only have twelve thousand people so like our town is like we're really we're, we're really small but we're, we're such a geographically key location. Like it's, there's a reason why these bigger corporations are spelling, spending billions of dollars on, on new pipelines and new container ports. But like, what does the city eat from it? We don't eat anything because if you go downtown core, everything's run down. So we're just, you know, it cuts three days between the world trade. So, so the guys up there are thinking, Give take give me your resources. Take our manufactured goods as fast as you guys can. And so geographically, we're such a key location. But for myself, I'm I'm working towards you know purchasing hotels and motels in my in my little area downtown where I've just basically gone public. We have the signs are outside. Everything's starting to come together, and and it's 
we've we've just basically become public in, my, in our own city. And so and what's it's, the reaction been? <laughs> a lot of people love it, but there's there's a lot of people that are like this guy can't do it. There, there's a, there's a lot of doubt, lots and lots of doubt out there, and they're they're like, what is this guy doing? What is he doing? And so, right. so, so let's get, so tell tell me a little bit about Tilt Ventures. How does it like? It sounds like there's two pieces to it. There's like your investing, but you want yes. to get other investors to partner with it for leverage. But then you've got Absolutely. this education piece as well. So like, do you do you have a course that you charge for education? Or I don't, it- but that that's something that we want to work towards because I know that the, the capitalization on that is much bigger than than doing something locally. Um, it, so it is. I'm just I'm in a time in my life where it's it's I've never it's uncharted territories. It's, it's just, I got the kids full time. I got you know the wife went back to work after four years, and I quit. I just quit my lottery jobs, two lottery jobs at the port. And the other coal terminal, which were 150 grand jobs a year. I just quit in May. So it's all uncharted territories. I bought the building in June. I just bought another fourplex. And now we're just, we're, we're, it's, it's, it's really, really new to me having to take care of the kids all day, even though I'm just coming off of 18 month parental. I went back to work for a month and I'm like, yeah, I quit. I did 11 years out there. And so it's really, it is all really new. And um, it's just, yeah, it's coming together. I, I just want to be like, once my building is um, done and fully renovated, that's when I'm going to have people come in and, and I want to be able to teach people locally how, how to invest because there's a lot of people who think they can't do it. There's a lot of people, oh my God, it's such a headache. And because they have such a, you know, personal tie to the dollar. And so once you look a little bit away from that and and you you see the growth over the duration of say the next five years because we're such a limited city there's nowhere you can't build more land you can't you know that that piece of land is that piece of land and so there and and money is super cheap and so so in your model is it is it you're looking for just financial investors are you wanting to partner with the entrepreneur who needs an investment I'd like to partner up with the the entrepreneur who's looking to, you know, bring change to their community and also see the growth in their their generational wealth. And and so like like is it, do you have like a master plan? I want a bowling alley here, and I want a grocery store there, and I want to. And know, I, there's there honestly, store. there's no master plan, but the first plan is I need to obtain more real estate. Like I want to eat from the little bit from the hotels, the motels. So money that's bring brought being brought into the town that none of that money is being spent in the town because there's all those, we have a lot of individuals who own a lot of the town, but they don't live here. They don't spend any money here. So it, they're, and they're older. Now we got the Jimmy Pattisons. We, they own half of Rupert. And so these people are very old and it's like, Jimmy, please gift me a little bit, just a little bit of, of our land here. <laughs> He's a very wealthy man. <laughs> and so that, you know, that, that'd be the, the goal, but that's never going to happen. So wherever the hotels I can obtain. So I'm in talks with this lady who owns four of them. There's only seven hotels in town and she owns four of them and she really likes me. And so we have a deal where it's like, I'm trying to go get more of my capital. 
so I can buy this. And it's not for the hotel, it's for the real estate because now that can, that can come down and we can put a plaza in there. We can have our walk-in clinics. We can have our franchises. We can have everything because we only have one franchise in town. That's a drive-through. So it's like that guy eats a lot. He eats so much money. I, the guy that used to own it, he sold it after two years and he went and bought three more. Every day they're making like 30, like between 20 and 30 grand alone from, from there. And it's like, they don't invest in our town. And so if I can obtain one of these things or multiple of them, I will invest in town. And so there's, there is a bit of, it's, it's coming together slowly, but um, it is all uncharted territories and football season right now is the main, main, main source of income. So I can't even think, yeah, (laughs) we got, we got all day long on Saturdays like from nine o'clock to five o'clock no nine o'clock to like 1 a.m the next in the in sunday we have college the next morning we have from all the whole day long we have nfl then monday night football thursday night football so, and then friday so right now we, we're focused mainly on uh the sport interesting that's the capital that it's net all net zero zero taxes no, so I'm, I'm interested, you know, you said some people think you can't do it. Like, what kind of criticism have you got? Have you got criticism about, um, like, the possibility of this? Or are people saying this is what the, the city government should be doing? Like, why are you doing Um, It's funny because, like, our city, like, once I went public, our city started announcing, like, oh, we're making a f- little food court here. Oh, we have this re- revitalization plan for this. Like, literally two days after, three days after. I just like just went public in town and people started reading the articles and stuff. And and so it's really, really weird. It's really weird how, how this, and, and they don't like me. I don't know why it's like, I'm investing in your town. No one else is. Why well, gotta make stuff so difficult? They make stuff so difficult, so difficult. And that's one of the other things is like, I want to move from here, sell everything, you know, we'll be good somewhere else. So we're going through like a lot of mixed emotions. I bet. I bet, but are there, uh, what is it? So that's sort of like the, the public side on the, on the business side. Are people, are people supportive of it? Have you got investors? Most, I, um, I have a lot of people. They're like, we need this. We need this. A lot of my friends are like, man, this is what we need for our, for our city. But then we have like some family a little bit who were maybe not as supportive. Maybe like you should slow down. I'm not sure. It, it makes it seem like. When, like uh, nine years ago, no, 10, 10 years ago, when the, the banks were like, don't buy your second house, don't buy your second house. Everyone was, was like, don't buy your second house. But I did. And and now it's like, guys, you're telling me not to buy. Now we got like, you know, double digits. And now, but you're still at this. Anyways, we're. Uh, sure, you're more we, a risk taker than what they're used to. The, we, you know what? That's the thing that's like embedded in my my nature. Like I'm, I can't. I'm gonna be bankrolling my son like through World Series of Poker and like teaching about different types of investing. Like that's the type I'm gonna try to model him, kind of like into an entrepreneur. Like that would be a goal of mine to see to hope maybe like if he likes sports and all that. That would be something that uh, you know it doesn't come from my family, but uh, it's it's way out of the box. But um, that's so, you're, I'm you're, so you're start so you're just starting this investment. You. Is it just you or do you have any kind of team? Like, what do you what do you think are going to be the toughest parts about running this kind of business? Because there's lots of moving parts. There's, there's a ton of moving parts. And right now I'm trying to, um, so two of my relatives from Vancouver came down and, and one of them was like, I'll be your property manager. The other one was like, I'll be your right-hand man. We'll work 16 hours a day for you. So, and I already have like five other guys who, who are already on the team. 
and we're getting trucks and um we don't like we don't I haven't even gone to like really the bank to ask for a business loan or anything. So I think maybe that might be the next step is to go to like, we have a, a community futures place here where it says like small loans or whatever for businesses. I, I haven't really talked to them, but it, I might, if, if we need to, you know, go after something bigger, because there, there is a lot of hotels right now for sale. And, but some of them are like 28 million. And so there's, there's ways to raise capital. There's ways to, for the owners to retain some of the, some of the debt because net those make like $2 million a year net. So, or more than that. So we're, it's just me, basically. it's just me. And I'm trying to like show my wife, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to build a team. Right. But it's tough. It's tough because there's only 12,000 to choose from. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let me ask you if you're obviously very passionate about this, which is awesome. So if someone listening has a hunger or passion to make a difference, what kind of advice do you have for them? Cause you've obviously, you've had nayers, naysayers, You've had supporters. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're just getting started, but you're sounding passionate about it. So what, what advice would you have somebody else who has a, you know, a a hankering to make a difference in their community? There's ways to do it. There's absolutely easy ways to do it. Like no stress involved. And you know what, you can reach out to me and we can have the discussion on, on, on ways to do this for your community. If, if, whether it's through capital raising, whether it's through different types of investing, you know what, reach out. I have a I have a business page tilt under, underscore ventures. Um, I usually show my all my when we do real estate. Like I have seven projects going on right now, so I'll go in and I'll show different various jobs going on on different houses and whatnot. So I I, I show it all through my business page. But reach out and and um, you know what you can definitely do it if if you have if you have doubt and you you're living a nine to five but you're comfortable for the next you know little while try try to make a little bit of change you know try to get more people involved because right now we have a very very lazy lazy way of thinking and so you know you can do it absolutely can yeah. sounds like somebody agrees with you there <laughs> yeah <this guy. laughs> so I, I i always i'm finishing off with like a three three sort of questions um yes. what's what's the <laughs> What's the one quality you possess that's helped you the most? The the one quality is, uh, you know, I'm I'm very compassionate. I'm very whatever I do, I try to do it at like seriously, a hundred percent. Whether it's um the whole poker thing, I, I you know what? There's five years I went after the series, but if it's whether it's real estate investing, I will go all in on on investments, <laughs> and so it's it's being very compassionate about uh what I'm doing. And what's the one quality you've had to struggle to overcome? Sort of an obstacle. Uh, I'd say my, like my anger. There's, there's, there's the volatility. It, there's like when we've had some really big ups and we've had some really low lows where I've had places that I I had paid off and that I burned down and had no insurance on it. And so, you know, there's been lows and lows, but we got through that and, uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to call that, but the ball is, I mean, the ups and downs. Sounds like the, the flip side of part of being passionate. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're, we're going soon. Sorry. Last question. Then. So for what do you wish to be remembered? What do I wish to be remembered? Yeah. Sorry. Say that again. What do you want what to be? Remembered I, for? 
you know, making a difference, showing people that, you know what, we don't need the bigger corporations if we can do it locally. And a and can be a mom and pop shop. You know, we can hire our own physicians. We can do it, everything like that. So that's the one thing I want to be remembered for is that opening people's minds. Say, you know what, I got no degree, but I'm going to hire a physician and he's going to be an amazing physician in our, in our own community. And I'll bring, I'll buy the real estate. And I'll go, I'll go, you know, that's what, that's what's going to, what's coming. Nice. Sounds like somebody there wants you to go and give them some attention. Yes, I'm gonna. We gotta go do some stuff. <laughs> All right, thanks, sir, so much for being with us, David. Keep thank keep you. A really, difference out there. Yeah, I really appreciate. It. Take care. Alrighty, cheers. All right. Hi, it's Warren Coughlin here. Thank you so much for listening to the Business That Matters Spotlight. If you're a successful, values-driven entrepreneur who makes a difference while making a profit and you'd like to be on this program, please visit warrencoglin.com slash podcast slash apply. That's warren, C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N dot com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do us a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Business That Matters Spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, warrencoglin.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, facebook.com slash a business that matters, and Instagram at warren.coglin. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.